This episode of the Disney Film Project is sponsored by TouringPlans.com. Head over to TouringPlans.com and use their tools to save yourself time and money when you are at Walt Disney World or Disneyland. You can use the Lines application on your mobile phone, use the Crowd Calendar to figure out which parks to hit which days, or use the Touring Plans to save time and money waiting in line. TouringPlans.com is the sponsor of this episode of the Disney Film Project. Welcome again, everybody, to the Disney Film Project Podcast. This is the show where we talk about the films of the Walt Disney Company, from Walt Disney Animation to Marvel or Pixar or Lucasfilm, all of the above. We talk about it here on this show because we love the Disney films and we like to talk, so it works out well. Uh, I'm Ryan Kilpatrick, host of the program, and along with the folks you're about to meet, we run DisneyFilmProject.com, where you can find the show notes for this show, you can find Blu-ray and DVD reviews, and you can find historical short reviews and all kinds of great stuff about the films of the Walt Disney Company from the original stuff all the way to the present day. So make sure you go and check that stuff out over at DisneyFilmProject.com. All right, so we have with us, of course, our fine film experts. First of all, he's so tinsel, he's Mr. Todd Perlmutter. Ah, God, I can't get this stuff off me. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, from JustPressPlay.net, we have the one and only Miss Rachel Cole. Hello. How are you today, Rachel? I'm good. It's all holidays here in New York. The uh, The decorations are all up at Macy's. The tree is up at Rockefeller Center. So the city's definitely in a holiday mood right now. It's all Christmas all the time up there. Oh, yes. And, of course, we have the, the fine producer of this program, Miss Cheryl Perlmutter, who you can find on Twitter at CherylP3 or uh, at about.me slash CherylP3. How are you today, Cheryl? Doing good, and um, by the time people will hear us, all the decorations will probably come down, but we're still celebrating. That's right. <laughs> that's, cause th- that's mostly because Todd is running the um, half marathon in January, so that keeps us a little bit busy, and between you know us celebrating New Year's and Magic Kingdom and stuff, so we just get a little bit busy, so we just thought we'd keep the, keep the Christmas tree going a little longer. That's I thought right. it would we're, be we're, nice this year and keep it going a little longer and extend go. into January like Disney does sometimes. <laughs> That's right. We're we're doing we're keeping Disney hours on uh, on Christmas this year. They don't they, they go through like the first week of January. We we can keep going, right? Nothing wrong with that. I'm in. Not at all. All right. So today, this is the second of our episodes talking about Disney's prep and landing. So the first episode we did in a different fashion, and we are going to do this one just the same. So assuming that you guys have DVR'd the specials off of ABC or that you have the DVD or Blu-ray, the way we're going to do this is we are going to watch the specials. And we are going to comment on them live, or somewhat live. It'll be live for us, recorded for you guys. Uh, But just like a DVD commentary or like Mystery Science Theater 3000, something like that. Um, So we will go through these in real time just as they are happening on the screens in front of us. Uh, We will give you a countdown to the opening screen of the special, and then we will go from there. All right? Sound good, everybody? Yep. Yep. All right. 
So uh, today we'll be doing two pieces of prep and landing content. We have, first of all, prep and landing Operation Secret Santa, which was uh, prep and landing debuted in 2009, the 30-minute special. Uh, in 2010, Disney aired uh, Operation Secret Santa, which was an eight-minute short. And then the new special uh, aired in 2011 called Prep and Landing Naughty versus Nice. Um, and theoretically, we will get another prep and landing later on. Uh, in, in the future, but uh, we will do first Operation Secret Santa, and then we'll move on to Naughty versus Nice. So first up, we have Operation Secret Santa with Wayne and Lanny, the, the prep and landing elves, going on a mission. Uh, and we will talk about that mission as we get into the short itself. So everybody ready? You got your you got your short queued up? I yep. Yep. All right. So everybody at home, get yours queued up, and as soon as you hear us hit one... Uh, then I will say press play. You you press play on your DVR or whatever it is, and uh, we will be off and running. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, press play. I like that they call this a stocking stuffer, by the way, just off the, off the top. That is awesome. And that shot of the North Pole is the exact same shot we saw at the end of the last prep and landing, the first one. Up again to reverse. Yeah, absolutely. I am sad that McGee's mug doesn't have a clever saying on it, like her ones in the first in the initial short. This is her travel mug. <laughs> <laughs> but this one, just like the first one, plays off a lot of the Christmas trips, like like Operation Secret Santa. I like that pun. Yeah. This, Everything's this better voice with should Betty. be familiar to a lot of people. Yeah. 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 It, One and only Miss Betty White. Yeah. Can I just say, like, the, every time I see this, I want Mrs. Claus to make me hot cocoa. <laughs> In fact, I'm getting a craving for hot cocoa right now just watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Can we determine from, from watching these shorts that the North Pole is probably the most technologically advanced civilization on Earth? Well, you know, Atlantis sunk, so something had to take its place. Uh, good point. Maybe there's Atlantean technology in the North Pole. Maybe elves are Atlanteans. <laughs> it could be. Or they are actually, guardians. It's actually a funny thing that it's so technologically advanced, and yet still, like, the, the town itself looks very old-fashioned. And very quaint. Yeah, they do a disguise. good job of. Yeah, they do a good job of hiding everything. Yeah. <laughs> Mission Impossible reference. Yes. I do like to keep it in your hat. That's that's very nice. I would like my office to look like Santa's office. By the way. Wouldn't we all? Just like giant bookshelves and... It kind of looked like Bell's Library a little bit. It does, yeah. Yeah, and with uh, rugs that have snowflakes on them. Oh, of course. (laughs) 
<laughs> Very nice to see Lanny's crazed dream. Stay I thought the pants falling down was a nice touch. <laughs> Very nice to see them uh, freeze up after, you know, like because they, they were so certain in the first one. It's kind of cool to see him freeze up a little bit. Yes, yeah, see, I was right. It's the same tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's the same tree that, uh, that Lanny was wearing in the first short special. This reminds me of uh, National Treasure when they're doing the desk in National Treasure. <laughs> it National does. Treasure, right? <laughs> I also wish I could sleep as soundly as Santa. No kidding. Like the fact that Mrs. Claus's little recording didn't wake him up or, you know, going into a subterranean lair. Well, consider that in the last in the last one, um, he's worked all night. It's 9 a.m. the next morning and he's still up writing lists out. So I'm sure that when he sleeps, he's just gone. <laughs> he's hardcore, yeah. You're probably right. Todd, do you get like a bat cave feel from this? <laughs> yeah, I guess so, because it's all his trophies, right? She she mentions that it's all the stuff that she doesn't want in her house, and it's like all his old sleds and all his old uniforms, yeah. Only in the bat cave, it would be dead Robins as the uniforms instead of Batman's uniforms. Yeah, and depending on what bat cave year it is, it, it could also be some bat girls. <laughs> True. Although with the technology, I think there's, I think we're onto something here. Uh, now, now, one question I have is, why was the train switch behind all the boxes? That is a good question. <laughs> Although I do want a train set up like that because I have the, you know, I have all the monorail pieces. For, oh uh, yeah, okay. Put out all the toys. I would really like to be able to do a monorail set like that over the ceiling at my house, but. Somehow that doesn't seem to rise to the top of the priority list when we're. I like doing that he has old-fashioned snowshoes on the wall. I just noticed that. I'm probably yeah. gonna make a lot of people um, nostalgic, but that reminds me of um, remember Chadwick's ice cream in Massachusetts, Todd. With the truck. I with do the remember train. Chadwick. Yeah. Chadwick's had the train. Yeah. But uh, was I'm sorry. Was that dogs playing poker? But was Santa and elves in the painting? Did I just like I just, I watched this like a million times, and I think I just caught that for the first time. I think it was. <laughs> I like that they have a a little bomb that can light the fire. Pretty sweet. So isn't this the toy that he makes in the Bass and Rackin? Special when he is... in the Rankin Bass special, yeah, right, uh, yeah. I'll be able to tell you next week. It comes on on Monday as we record. Like I'm almost positive a duck is the first thing he makes it, his first toy he makes. So they like referencing that. That would be pretty sweet if they are. And look, they've stuck the characters from Naughty and Nice in the, the Coal Elves. Also, is the guy in orange like a, a rebel fighter there? <laughs> it could be. I don't know. All right, so that's uh, Prep and Landing Operation Secret Santa. It, I mean, it's just a cute little short. I love the addition of Betty White uh, to to making that you know making that work and adding the, to the original cast. 
uh, of Dave Foley as Wayne and, and uh, Trent Richardson, or not Trent Richardson, that, that's the running back for the Colts, uh, Derek Richardson <laughs> as Laney, and, and Sarah Chalk. Best difference. Yeah. I, I, although I think both have rushed for the same amount of yards this year. Uh, but that's a, whole, that's, that's a slam on Trent Richardson. So next on our list, we have the second special prep and landing, Naughty versus Nice. Uh, this one, again, came out in December of 2011 on ABC. It's the second special. Uh, same cast, same directors, Kevin Dieters and Stevie Wormer-Skelton. Uh, so we'll get into it. We're adding some new elements to the mix here. But uh, So get your DVDs or your DVRs queued up, and uh, we will start. It'll say Walt Disney Pictures Presents, uh, and that's when we will start talking. So here we go. Three, two, one, press play. This is Zach King Cole again, right? I believe you're correct, yes. Apparently I like that I'm... naughty as like graffiti. Oh, Dorothy McKim, we met her. We did. On, uh, oh, wait, no, this step. isn't this isn't uh, Nat King Cole. I this is uh, Bing Crosby. Crosby. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I get yeah this is Bing Crosby. All those, all those Christmas songs. My question to Rachel is, do you feel offended that they basically show the coal elves coming to New York? Do I, do I feel offended that they came to New York? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, there's, there's other things I'm, I'd be much more afraid of getting into my house than coal elves. Like <laughs> the from an old planet? <laughs> yes, or subway rats. One of the two. <laughs> So, so they have sparkle blasters that basically fire those ornaments, but because naughty kids are more resistant to sparkle, they have to have it in uh, higher grade firepower. Yep. Well, it's very cool the way that they play off of the opening of the initial special, right? Where you, you had the introduction of the idea of the prep and landing elves. Mm-hmm. And now, now you're introducing the idea of the coal elves. In, in the exact same fashion, but, uh, you know, different technology. And I love the fact that the coal elves are actually dirty. <laughs> well, they, they all mine the coal, right? It has to come from somewhere. Yeah, that's right. Try harder next year. <laughs> they at least encourage people, you know? It's important. It's very, very important. Also, like the little calculator thing they use is referred to as a fruitcake. Oh, yes. And I like that this little robo-dog was like, trust me, I remember when the time this came out, this was actually one of the pets that, or one of the toys that was like in the Target circular and the Walmart circular and all those things that come around come out around this time of year. I know that kid's supposed to be naughty, but still awesome. <laughs> By the way, the date on this, December 22nd, my son's birthday. Oh, cool. Not a winter reference. No. I like the way that they they kind of they reference Timmy from the first from the first short there yep. on the screen. Yep. 
and they're they're just building out the world a little more, right? Like you know, we built that with the coal elves, and now we're getting. Previously, we just saw Santa's sleigh. Now we're seeing exactly how it gets put together. Yeah, the uh, the database tree farm there has is a ten million Kringle byte storage. <laughs> <laughs> This reminds me of the Santa Claus two section where they where they show the outside. Yes. Yeah. It <laughs> looks do. very similar. It does, yeah. yeah. That that sled there can accelerate from zero to one hundred in under three seconds. That's impressive. Yeah. It's said to be as fast as Dasher the reindeer. Do you know what do you know what that scene actually reminds me of with the, the doors? Uh Agents of Shield. And their issues huh. with uh, <laughs> with automatic doors. That makes me uh, miss yes. the old Skyride, this the the transport here. Oh yeah. Oh, and because no one's mentioned it yet, Chris Parnell joining the cast in this segment. Um, by the by, the, that's hacker code. The one three three seven is is it should be a plus though because it should be leet, but still, right? Because when you hold it upside down your cal- on your calculator. Never mind. No, no I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Another nice mug from McGee. Nice lister bust. <laughs> and I like that they're riding in the little like ball, like similar to the Incredibles. There, there's a bunch of uh, ads you can find that were on all the old DVDs and stuff like that, and actually on their new Blu-ray, and it, it calls this the bulb transport, and it ad- advertisement for the bulb transport, as well as for the sled shop as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. By the way, Christmas Carols has 87 different eggnogs on tap. Very nice. That's a lot of eggnogs. It is. I kind of want some eggnog now. And, and the mechanical reindeer is named Bruiser. I do too. I wonder if I can make it to Whole Foods by 10. I think we can make that happen. You do not know I-4, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I like the guy with the, who's so old he has the candle instead of the headlamp. <laughs> He's got droopy ears. He does. At least they didn't give him a black lung cough. He must be very, very old because we established that Wayne was 225 years old in the first one. Yeah, roughly, right. <laughs> It's Rob Riggle here playing uh, Noel. Or Noel. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, one of the things, I don't know if you guys knew this, but they, they put a 3D version of this together, and they actually, um, for a very short period of time to promote this, they prom- they put it out in the Muppet Vision 3D theater out at California Adventure. Really? Oh. Yeah. I'm very disappointed they did not put it in the 3D Adventure in our, in our section of the state. It was basically a it was basically a way for them to get the entertainment press to come and see it. That's why. Oh, okay. See, Thrasher's not supposed to exist. You can't. Can't be there. <laughs> <laughs> It's the same box that they get from it Santa's is. workshop. <laughs> I like the little competition between Noel and, and Wayne, especially after the first one where he, you know Wayne's trying to move up in the world. Bless you. Allergic to coal? Oh. Cool threads. <laughs> cool treads. It's treads. snowmobiles. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's a ah, it's a snowmobile. I love his uh, his Wolverine sideburns, by the way. Oh yes, <laughs> they, they are awesome. Also, he's got that <laughs> that triangle shape like the old style Wolverine used to have. They don't really do that for him so much anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the old timey look of this flashback. Yes. Uh, and so the hand-drawn th- animation. This this little uh, commercial that they're watching is also on the releases as well, so you can watch full screen. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's done in the old UPA style. That's not even, like, Disney didn't really do a lot of animation like that. That's more like um, uh, Mr. Magoo and that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, which another favorite Christmas special. Yes, Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol. Which was on Netflix recently. I don't know if it's still there, but yeah, Noel's got to bring the heavy ordinance of Sparkle. <laughs> Reminds me of Captain America, <laughs> where they. Ask, you know, he goes, is he literally jumping out without a parachute? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It, it, it looks even similar to when he jumps out of the back of the plane in Avengers. Yeah. I like the contrast, though, between this one and the first one where, you know, they go into the first one trying to be so, you know, Stealth. discreet and everything. And then this one, they're crashing and everything. It's a nice way to keep continuity, but also make things different. Yeah, I have a feeling that if they hadn't had his brother along, they probably would have gone in pretty stealth. <laughs> Is it true? <laughs> <laughs> I 
remember when those bears were like a big controversy item because parents could record their children? Yes. Yes, the nanny cams. Yeah. yeah. I have to say, awesome. like this this kid. Now, granted, it's a naughty kid, like you said, Rachel, but it's pretty ingenious. Yeah, it's very Home Alone-ish, which, another Christmas movie. Yes. Yes. Good point. Also one that Disney shows this month. So the hop, the Hoppin' Bunny is actually voiced by one of the directors. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough bunny. Indeed. <laughs> it actually kind of reminds me of one of the Muppets. Sort yeah, of like it, looks, it looks like a character from Sesame Street. Also, if the child is alone, why is it still wearing the helmet? Well, now I guess now it knows it's not alone, but still, well, not there, but. Well, and like there's a little clue that the. Naughty kids in a pink room. Yep. Yes, and the shirt. Yeah, the shirt with Rapunzel on it, no less. Yeah. Which what? That movie would have that come out. Transition. Yeah, that movie would have come out what? Just before this. Six weeks before this, yeah. Yeah. I actually really like the twist that. It, that it's a little girl, very much playing against expectation. Oh yeah, yeah. It's very ingenious storytelling. Yeah, I'm curious why the why the tape gun in this one has snowflakes on it versus the uh, the tape gun in the first one did not. And Christmas labels. He's taped to the wall. Poor Miss Whiskers. Yeah. That's that's Ralphie Parker and Kid with Goggles, by the way, from Christmas Story. Yep. And they got the little hop along bunny drawing on their wall behind her. <laughs> also that's a reference to every Mission Impossible type movie where they're where they have to crawl through air ducts. I feel for this poor kid trying to get information out of Lanny. Pick the wrong elf. Yes. She captured the wrong elf for sure. I didn't notice the first time that he's taped up there with the two from um, the gift stickers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. There was a Mickey in that scene. Yeah. yeah. It's on, the, on the thing there, yeah. I love how her whole setup is under a blanket tent. (laughs) (laughs) She's a pretty ingenious kid. Did you see the, look at the book under uh, Lanny's feet there. There's a, there's a stack of books and it's uh, one of them's Walt Disney's uh, stories or something, but it's the old time uh, font of Walt Disney, not the current one. It's pretty cool. (laughs) <laughs> very impressive moves by Noel hey. 
Watch Santa's what? <laughs> this watch Santa's something on the marker board behind her. Yeah, it does. I couldn't see what it says. I like the strawberry sticker <laughs> on Wayne. Scratch and sniff. Yeah, I was going to say, it has to be scratch and sniff, right? Violent snowball fights always make me laugh. <laughs> I have to. I have to say, I think the snow snowball fight in Elf is my favorite Christmas movie snowball fight. It's an epic one. It is. <laughs> I love how Wayne can't hit him and he just throws one snowball and hits him. Yeah, and drills him. <laughs> I love that they're establishing some sort of caste system between the, the different types of elves. Well, it's basically a difference between, like, blue, collar, you know, and yeah. upper management. I think this one's a much better story than the, uh, than the first. The first is just because they had to establish the world and everything. This one's a little more, it got a little more emotional heft to it. Yeah. I wonder if uh, if they do a fourth one like they're supposed to, well, a third one, depending on how you look at it, because they were released, you know, year to year. Um, if they would do Lanny instead of Wayne for background stuff. I know. Dane's got one this should... year, right? So they're off now. Uh, it's been two years. Yeah. Right. I would have thought I would have thought we would have had one this year, but I guess they were uh, hard at work on Frozen, which I commend them for. <laughs> <laughs> this is like um reference to those movies where a virus is sweeping across the world yeah like a contagion or an outbreak <laughs> or something yeah They also have an ad for his, um, he, he's on a Segway basically, but they, he calls it a sledway in the ad that he oh, has nice. for them. I like that Grace is, uh, is helping them out here. Nice turn for the, for the little kid. <laughs> it's a bumpy sled ride. <laughs> <laughs> She looks a little bit like like Penny from Bolt, doesn't she? That that's she what does. I was just gonna say. The animation we were talking about Bolt and the look of the dog. She definitely looks like Penny. A little younger, but the same, you know, same hair and everything. <laughs> really, what is designed for this much naughtiness? <laughs> I love how all the gifts start going away. 
I like the elves in lab coats for some reason. I don't know why. Are we supposed to assume this is the Rockefeller Center tree? Well, they were in New York, remember? You did point that out. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm assuming I think that's it what is it supposed is. to be. Mm-hmm. But I don't know of any place that has this decoration on it in New York. It'd make a great ride. <laughs> it would. Like out of the pot. I didn't notice that before. <laughs> I was going to say, there, there's, some, uh, there's some buildings in New York that they decorate the sides with uh, the snowflakes and stuff, and then they have it actually queued up with music. Like, they'll, oh, they'll okay. like, play it, like, every once in a while. Oh. I don't think... It isn't... It isn't um, Rockefeller Center, but it's another building in New York that does it, so. We're kind of combining efforts here. Yeah. I do like that the antenna are presence. Yeah, this is really, when you think about it, not the most secure system when one little handset can change the entire database. It's true. You would, you would devise a better system. Do we need to get you in touch with North Pole IT? Well, you know, I, I don't know if they can pay, handle my rate, I'm just saying. Mm, fair enough. Man, I miss Miss Whiskers. <laughs> There's Santa with his magic snow globes again. Yeah. I just wonder how many of those he has. I think he can just fire up a mill and make them, you know. Probably. It's true. He can, he can pretty much have whatever he wants made. <laughs> I have to say Noel's suit is my favorite costume of his. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want a backstory. Next next movie, they need the backstory on her. <laughs> yeah, on Carol. It you know um, I was thinking of the Tangled Bar, the Ugly Duckling. Yeah, that's what that reminds me of a little bit. You know, again, you know, right around, right around yeah. the same time. Yeah. Well, actually, well, a year later. That's the case, but yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like a rough and tumble. Um, like kind of a biker bar look. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, so uh, that is Prep and Landing, Naughty versus Nice. Anything else we want to say about that before we uh, say goodbye? No, nah, I really had nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. Uh, so that is our, our Christmas specials for the year with Prep and Landing and Prep and Landing Naughty versus Nice. Hopefully you guys were watching along with us and uh, queued up the podcast and had a good time. Um, we, we enjoyed it for sure. So uh, until next week uh, for Cheryl and Todd and Rachel, this is Ryan and we will see you soon. You fat, hairy pile of cookie dough. Give me one good reason not to destroy you. We're in the belly of the beast, my friend. One of us probably won't get alive. Probably going to be you. Tell me you still got that fruitcake. Wing, code red, cranberry red, 